Hey there, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I wanted to let you know that the Salon Business Masterclass is coming up real soon and I want to invite you to join me. Do not miss out on this live class if you are looking to gain clarity of your dream salon and eliminate the overwhelming disorganized thoughts of how to start a business. I will be pulling back the curtain to the pros and cons of business ownership, learn the most important things to do before you open your doors, how to attract more clients, and reasons why 75% of salons fail within the first five years and how to avoid them so that you can scale your business faster and easier. Whether you're thinking about opening up the salon or already signed a lease, join this class to gain better understanding of what it takes to operate a successful salon business. Salon Business Masterclass, you can register here and I will leave the link in the show notes. Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. You guys, I am excited that soon we'll be entering into fourth quarter. I don't know about you, but this year has definitely, it's flown by. And I want us to get prepared for what fourth quarter can do for us and what we can do for the fourth quarter. I know that right now in this world, it is a very heavy, heavy place and that it can feel very discouraging and complicated with everything going on. But I do want to bring to your attention and awareness that we do have certain things that we can take control of. And the most important thing is our mindset. And so if you're anything like me, you probably have been on summer mode and um, trying to enjoy the short uh, summers, at least that we have here in the Midwest. If you're in other uh, countries and states that have nice weather year round, I'm very envious of you. (laughs) But if you have found yourself towards the end of third quarter and you have forgotten about your goals, you have forgotten about that excitement of what this new year can bring for us, then I want us to reel it back in and I want us to shift on our focus and talk about some things that we can control, our mindset, how to stay motivated, how to stay positive. And so I want this podcast episode to be more so motivating and inspiring for you to open up your eyes, open up your heart, 
and think about the things that we can do differently to have the biggest impact possible for the fourth quarter for the year. And I'm a true believer in what we focus on magnifies. And so if we're constantly being focused on the areas that we can't control, we can't control what the state governors want to do. We can't control these mandates. We can't control COVID. We can't control usually sickness and bad things that happen. And so I want us to stop focusing on it because it really can create depression when we're focusing on these deep, heavy things that are happening in this crazy world. And I want us to just start to shift. So what are these things that we can focus on? If you haven't yet started a gratitude journal or some type of meditation, prayer, ritual, something in the morning, the first thing when you wake up, I want you to get yourself in the right mindset. Today is going to be a great day. I feel healthy. I feel energized. I feel excited for what I can do today to make others feel great. How can I help other people? If we wake up with a grateful heart, you know, and it's not natural, trust me. There's some days that I do not want to get out of bed and I do not want to do anything because I just feel like the weight of the world is just keeping me complacent or it's heavy. And if you feel anything like that, I, I am very compassionate for you. I sympathize with you. But if we can wake up and we can say to ourselves, I feel healthy, I feel great. Today is going to be a great day. I'm going to do something different today to make somebody's day great. And this could be even, you know, silly things. Are you going to open up a door for somebody? Are you going to tell somebody that they look great? What about just smiling, right? Our physique definitely can be contagious, right? If we are feeling depressed, what does our physique look like? Usually we're hunched over, right? We're walking a little bit slower. We've got this frown on our face. We just feel bad. We feel bad for ourselves. So we need to change that narrative, change our body uh, physique, stand up a little bit taller, pull your shoulders back, put your head up higher, just smile, even just laughing. You know, uh, lately I've been doing some crazy reels and I've been having a really good time with them. They're so stupid. I hope you guys are enjoying them. <laughs> but definitely just like doing something silly, laughing. I'm laughing by myself, laughing at myself. It just kind of feels fun. It feels lighter. It makes me feel silly. And it definitely makes me feel better. And so if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling down, start looking in the mirror and just start smiling at yourself. Pretend laugh, you know. It makes you feel good. You will feel better. I promise you. If you just Put your mind to it and make that mental decision. Today is going to be great. I think, uh, you know, I, I believe a lot of our own illnesses and behaviors is our own fault. You know, I think that we can, you know, the law of attraction is so powerful. Our minds 
are so powerful and that we can tell ourselves that, oh, I'm not feeling good today. It, today's not going to be a good day. And what usually happens? You've, you have just breathed life into that negativity, into that illness, into being sick. I think a lot of times for myself, not, you know, knock on wood, I do take care of myself and, and exercise and eat right, but I feel like a lot of it is my mental capacity of that I feel great and I am well and I am healthy and I say this every single day um, out loud and, and I believe in it. And so I challenge you when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that I want you to do is lead your life for each day with a grateful heart. Think about the things that are really positive or going great for you, right? What we focus on will magnify. So even if it's something small, um, let's say you're, you're working on your health, right? So let's say for one day you don't drink any soda or you don't have any candy or sugar or whatever, whatever your, um, uh, junk food type of internal things that you are taking that just really bring you um, love of food, right? Let's say that you get rid of it for one day, right? All you have to do is just one day at a time. And sometimes things are just so heavy in our life that all we can think about is just today. I well, I have to say that it is very difficult right now at, 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 with everything going on to think about what's going to happen next year, what's going to happen three years from now, five years from now. It's almost difficult to get excited about something that just feels like, is our world going to even be here? I can't even think about anything else except for what is happening today. So sometimes some of us need to just take one day at a time. You know, if, you, if you've dealt with loss or hardship or you're going through some health issues, sometimes it's just okay to take it day by day. You don't have to pre-plan everything, you know, but focus on at least one thing that's going right. You know, I for myself every day, I say, I'm so grateful for my dog. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer. I think that uh, God can show his love through through pets, right? If you, if you're a dog lover, um, we're best friends because <laughs> my dog is just like he he just unconditionally loves me, right? And he's he's so cute and he's cuddly. I am absolutely so grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my home. I have a car to drive. Um, I, I have a business. I have a great team. What what things can we find each day? You know, maybe maybe you have great teeth. Maybe you have um, all your limbs. It, the smallest things. Just be thankful for something. And I promise you that each day you'll start to layer more things onto that list of, of reasons why you should be grateful and why you should be happy. You know, turn off the news, right? Let's stop talking about all of this nonsense going on and let's just focus on what can we do to make this world a better place what can i do today that's going to help somebody else you know i create this podcast and the information that i put out um, for the beauty industry i do it because i feel like it's my mission it's my mission to 
do good into this world and into my life. And I want to inspire people and motivate people and help other people live the best life. And in turn, it helps me. And so when we redirect the vision or focus on other people, I feel like now we're not just living for ourselves. Now it's just not self-centered, but it's focused on what can I do in my lifetime that is going to leave a legacy, make an impact, help others, right? Spread kindness. I feel like if we all had that mission where we're not just living for ourselves, this world would be a much better place. But unfortunately, there is a lot of evil, corruption, and people who are just very self-centered and um, power-hungry. And it's just, it's very unfortunate. But what can we do? We can't control other people. What can I do today? What can I do today to make this a better place? So mindset for sure. Let's reel this back in. We're going to be going into fourth quarter soon. And I just want us to be re-energized. Get re-motivated. Get excited for something. What can we do today to make a difference? You know, I think that um, one thing at the salon that I'm constantly reinventing is how we bring value to the service industry. I think that the service industry overall has taken a huge hit, right? I feel like we've all been punched in the stomach. Um, It's difficult, right? It's difficult. We've got high expectations from customers, right? And we have probably lack of help. And we also have been probably hurt by customers that have these demands, right? I've been listening a lot to the content that is going out on Facebook and social media and Clubhouse. And we're talking a lot about boundaries. And and I think that that's something that it's our own fault. It's our own fault that we never had these boundaries in place, right? I mean, when was the last time you've been in um, text conversations with your dentist and texting them or um, DMing them at one in the morning like, hey, what do you think about my teeth cleaning? Hey, can I move my appointment around? No, <laughs> no, that would never happen, right? We don't do that with our doctors. We don't get to do that with our dentists. Why do we let people cross the lines for us, Right. I think by having those boundaries in place, absolutely heighten our professional industry. We need to bring the professional back into being a cosmetologist, being an esthetician. It's our own fault that we allowed people to cross this boundary. But I am a believer that when we have boundaries in place and we're firm with them, This isn't about being rude. It's not about being mean. I think people just don't know. And it's because we are in a cool environment. People love talking to us. They feel like this intimate experience has kind of blurred the line between being professional and being a friend. And it's hard. That line is very blurry because we develop these relationships with people that we deeply care for them. We know a lot about their families. We know a lot of bad things that have happened in their lives. We've, we've witnessed great things happened in their life. It's difficult to keep that 
that boundary in place where it's like, no, 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 you cannot call me at this time. You can't text me at this time. And you can't speak to me this way, right? Like, I think that it's our own fault that we blur that line. But I do believe that we are in control of our lives and that we are control to change, right? And so if your business isn't being ran the way that you have wanted it to, if you have opened, um, if you have opened all borders and you have let, you know, you, you don't have these boundaries in place, you can change it, you know, and maybe it's just one thing. Maybe it's like, you know what, I'm not going to be calling or DMing or texting anybody um, outside of 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., right? Maybe it's, maybe you just start there. Or maybe you want to send out a email blast or a text blast to all of your customers to let them know. Um, you know, of course, politely and respectfully go about it and just say, I'm very grateful for your business. I'm so honored that you have chosen me as your hairstylist or colorist or whatever profession you are in. I'm so happy and thankful that you have chosen me um, to help you with all of your beauty needs. Moving forward, I will not be accepting any phone calls or text messages or DMs outside of this time zone. People will respect that when you put it out there. But you, if you don't say anything, people won't know. And especially if you're responding back, they think that it's okay. And sometimes people will, it's on their mind, you know, like oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes I'm up at 3.30 in the morning and uh, I've got ideas or thoughts in my head, you know, and if I send out an, an email or whatnot, I'm not expecting somebody to reply right away. I just had something on my mind and I needed to get it out there. And I think a lot of times your customers are the same way, you know, who knows if they have, if they're on night shift or that they have kids and get up really early or whatever's going on in their life that at that particular moment, that's when they felt like, oh, okay, I'm just going to reach out to you. But it is important, you know, they may still be texting and DMing, but just letting them know um, respectfully that, hey, I'm just not going to be responding um, back to you right away. And they just need to be okay with that. And if they're not okay with that, if they are definitely the type of person that they need to know right now, then they're probably not the right client for you right? So if you take a look at your business and you're moving into fourth quarter and you decide, I'm just not 100% happy with my business, right? You've got to change something. If you continue doing your business the exact same way, then actually your business might be dying. It's important that you are constantly evolving. You're constantly changing, whether you're changing something internally for yourself. You know, I think that we have to constantly evolve, evolve as a person, a human, evolve as a business owner, evolve as a, a, a licensed profession. We need to constantly be educating ourselves and, you know, look at the, the, you know, trends and things that were happening five years ago. It's so different now, right? The way that we are communicating with consumers are very different. The way that we are working together as a team, the way now that I feel like our industry is more united. It's it's very different than it was five years ago. If you were doing the same thing, if you were operating your business the same way, you got to change it up, right? One of the number one reasons why clients leave 
they leave you, they leave your business as because they're bored. And so what can we do differently in fourth quarter that we can change? You know, is it we could do something um, as as easy as just changing our look, right? Maybe you it's time that you want to update your wardrobe or just start dressing more trendy or more edgy or whatever type of persona you are wanting to become, right? We talked about physique earlier and in this episode, right? Maybe you just need to switch things up, right? If you're wanting to change up your pricing and charge more, charge really what you should have been charging this whole time, then you have to change a lot of other things as well. Believing in yourself, looking and acting the part is so important, so huge. You know, um, I talk about on this podcast, fine dining, and it's because fine dining in my mind really shows an example of what service should be like. You know, the presentation of the food, the, the, the detailed dialogue that they use and descriptive words that they use to describe a meal, um, how they present and, and present the meal on the table. When you need to use the restroom, they guide you along the way. They don't point. They don't say, oh, it's over there. I love fine dining because it really helps me to implement and bring that quality and level of service to our industry because it's a service industry, right? And if we want to be charging um, more than maybe um, our what our market is in our area, right? Maybe you've invested in a higher quality of color into your salon. Maybe you've invested into your education. Maybe you decided, hey, I'm going to um, update my, my wardrobe look, right? Uh, whatever it may be, I believe that we have control over that. And I feel like we need to step into that role. I know for myself, when, when I enter into the salon, when I am stepping behind the chair to serve a customer, I am in performance. I am on stage. And so I need to be fitting in that role and, and be that person. That way I can charge what I need to charge and have the respect that I need um, from customers coming in. And so it's important that you look at your business that way and think, you know, maybe maybe I should start updating my, my clothing. Maybe I, I should wear clean shoes to <laughs> the salon. Maybe I should start doing my hair differently. You know, I think that and we know best, right, as hairstylists, is that, you know, if you wanted, if you want to immediately change something about about yourself, change your hair, right? When was the last time you changed up your look, right? Is it time to add extensions? Is it time to add like a fun color, right? Fourth quarter, it's fall. Everyone's wanting to do strawberry blondes, coppers, richer brunettes. Let's change it up. Let's let's shake things up. Let's do things that we haven't done either before something that we can control, something easy, right? Something that's gonna make you feel really good. Good about your business. Good about going into work again. How can we get excited again and fall in love with our team, fall in love with our business, fall back in love with doing hair, doing facials, whatever, uh, doing extensions. How can we 
bring excitement and joy back into this. So start in those different areas. If you need to change things up when it comes to your boundaries, do that. If you need to change up your personal look, your physique, do that. Maybe you want to update your menu, right? Instead of just conditioning treatments, why don't we offer something that is, this is your hyaluronic uh, deep conditioning treatment. And what detailed words can we put on our menu that is more marketable, more sellable, right? What type of dialogue can we change up during the service that is going to help clients feel more excited about coming in, right? Maybe it's time that you change the way that you're consulting with your clients, right? Maybe you want to uh, get a stool and, and, and sit down and get eye level with your guests. Maybe you want to offer during that consultation a few different items on your menu that maybe they've never even been introduced to, right? Maybe you could create a treatment treatment menu and have it displayed on a, a beautiful board that you can hand physically hand to your guests, just like the dessert menu that's handed to you at that fine dining steakhouse, right? It's, it's all about the perception of the experience. What can you do this fourth quarter that's going to shake things up and cause people to want to get those services, right? If if we're not talking about the other services that we can offer for a guest, if we're if we are offering the same services, then you know what what why spend more money? Why even spend any more time? And and not just that, it doesn't excite you. I know that doesn't excite me. So it's time that we shift things up. Now, if you're a sweet a sweet owner or a salon owner, when was the last time that you redecorated your place? When was the last time that you shifted things around on your shelf? Maybe you just want to rearrange your furniture, switch things up. So when the clients come in, they're like, what's different? Oh, this is nice. This looks awesome, right? You want people to start talking. You want people to feel your energy, feel your excitement. Those are things that you can control. How, and so just do something different, honestly. Now, another thing that I've been observing quite a bit is having automations in place. A lot of people are talking about how you can create different like templates. Um, you know, if somebody is calling in and they're looking for extensions, they're looking for a specific service or they have questions about how to book. What if you just in your phone wrote out a template, like a note that basically broke down like, well, what is hair extensions? What hair extensions should I go with? Or this is how you, um, this is how you book an appointment, right? If you can have those templates written in your notes, you can easily copy and paste them, put them in a text message, put them in an email. Um, some software programs as well uh, can also filter this out automatically when they are booking appointments. So if somebody's booking, let's say a smoothing uh, treatment, some smoothing treatments, you can have clients come in with their hair already prepped for you, which might cut down 45 minutes of your service, which time is money, right? And so if a customer can do that at home, it's going to save us. Plus, it's going to be awesome to add that extra value to the service because they're going to get the information that they know, oh, okay, I need to come in prepared 
and this is what my experience will be like. How can you create that excitement before they come in for their service? And that's what automations can do for you. You can also create automations for, with your Facebook and your Instagram, even Google, where you can put auto, automatic replies to uh, for your customers because people are constantly looking for us on these different platforms, Google, Yelp, Facebook, Instagram, um, and so all those areas where customers can find you and send messages to you, you have the option to create some automations as well with that. So if people say appointment, you can have a an automation that pops up that says, if you'd like to make an appointment, please click here. It saves you time. It's going to save on, on you feeling frustrated with feeling like there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of moving parts happening, right? Um, I think that is a great way that you can delegate. You can delegate as a stylist w working for somebody. You can delegate as a suite owner. You can delegate as a salon owner using those automations in your business. Another observant um, thing that I've been um, hearing more about is, is the different systems that are in your business. When was the last time that you have updated some of the systems that you have in your business, right? And systems can be anywhere from like your cancellation policy, your no-show policy, your redo policy, your refund policy. Systems if you have um, a team, you know, what, what happens when somebody shows up late? Um, systems that, what about your onboarding process? What type of system can you have in place that you can... You can show multiple people how to do something, right? It, it's very difficult to wear all the hats. And I know that for myself, I rely heavily on my team to help me get things done. Because otherwise, if I was just doing it all myself, I would be a sweet owner. <laughs> and I know that that's, it's, it's very challenging. And so bring your team in if you haven't. If you're a salon owner and you have a team listen up. Make sure to have them a part of your business decisions. Get their ideas as well as, as what, what they think would be helpful or suitable or something that will help elevate the guest experience and create better communication, add value. I love asking my team, what do you guys think? What, what do you think that um, our next promotion should be? What is something you want to focus on? I love asking them because I'm building my business for them based on, on their needs. And I believe that that's really important to have that transparency in business to work together, to build something together. It builds um, camaraderie. It builds culture. It builds trust. Um it also helps your team feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. And I think that is that's true leadership as well. You know, here I am as a leader, you want to encourage and you want to inspire your team to to be the best that they can and and support them when they need to. I think now more than ever as leaders, we need to step up because it's hard. It's a heavy heavy world. How can we enter in this fourth quarter with this this positive motivation, this new attitude, this new mindset, it's, it is difficult. But I believe that it's important. If you're a leader, 
then make sure that you are being there for your team to lead them, inspire them, and coach them. If you are on your own, find a group of people that can help re-inspire you, encourage you. If you are completely solo, don't be, right? There's one thing of being a, um, a solo artist, but you still have to have a group of people that you can either meet with and communicate with because it can be very lonely when you are an entrepreneur, right? And so find a group of people that are in similar positions or even better positions than you. Be surrounded by others that are already have gone before you who are doing the things that you aspire to do as well, right? You want to be a, an extension specialist. You want to be a color specialist. You want to be a salon owner. You want to be a suite owner. Talk to those people. Find out what it's like, right? Be surrounded with people that you aspire to be like, right? There's the saying of you are the equivalent to the five people that you spend the most time with. So choose those people wisely. If this year has been too heavy for you, I I feel for you and I'm praying for you. Definitely find yourself the right people. I feel like with social media as well, you know, Instagram now is more of a, a video platform. It's difficult putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable. You know, I... I definitely will say in full um, disclosure, you know, I can't help but to have imposter syndrome at times. I don't know if you do, but how do we turn a blind eye to what everybody else is doing, to all the noise, all the chaos that's happening, put our blinders up and really focus on what can I do today that my tomorrow self will thank me, my future think self will thank me. How can I add more value to my guest experience? How can I add value to this beauty industry? How can I be a better person? What can I do to make a difference, to make a change, to make this world a better place? I challenge you to enter into fourth quarter with a new mindset, a new focus. Whatever that focus may be, write it down right? You're 50% more likely to remember it when you write it down. Have it front and center. Maybe maybe um, create a new uh, wallpaper on your phone where that word or that focus is there. And maybe it's time that you pick up a good book, you know, something that's going to inspire and motivate you. You know, if this podcast has been inspiring and motivating to you, I'm very grateful for that. And that is my mission and my goal. Um, You guys, let's enter into fourth quarter with a different mindset. Let's do something that we can do to help make this world a better place. And it starts with us. It starts with one individual at a time. So you have control of your mind. You have control to change some things up. And so I want to challenge you to have a new shift in your focus for fourth quarter and do your absolute best, make an impact. I want to know what your focus is going to be. So please um, send me a DM on Instagram if you can. That's instagram.com forward slash Jennifer Jade Alvarez. 
I am very excited to connect with you all and make sure to stay tuned. I've got the Salon Business Masterclass coming up. If you're thinking that the next change for you is to go solo or open up a suite, then I want to invite you to, to come to the Salon Business Masterclass. And I'm gonna show you the five different pillars that encompass salon ownership. I wanna tell you the mistakes to avoid and what business ownership could look like for you and how you can start a business without feeling stuck or overwhelmed. Because trust me, people, <laughs> I was there for several years before, before I decided I wanted to do my own thing. It's not for everybody, but for $17, you can find out if this is the next move for you. Thank you guys so much. God bless, and we'll see you next week.